Poison Rana. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana. You found us on whatever podcast app you use. And of course, on YouTube, because we are yes. live, aren't we? Live on YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana pod. Hello, little tadpoles. Tadpoles, poison pals. More importantly, welcome our friends to friends. the show. It's a, it's a Sunday. We've fallen back. Is that what we've done? Fall back? Uh, we've on, gained an time? hour. Is that, is that what you mean? Yeah, I, I don't remember how this, this time change thing works. But basically, it means we don't have to now change the number on our oven because we've just oh, had it we've sure. had it an hour we've had it an hour late since the last time so look at us we're just we're so smart that's what i've been waiting for why 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 succumb to these these what uh trivial ages of people trying to tell me what time it's supposed to be no yeah. screw you and think next time there's a time change we might not even have this oven we might not even be here who knows it's it's also possible. I'm not saying we'll yeah. be dead. I'm just saying we might not live in this place. Yeah, the world could end. Well, could end. We could all be yeah. fucking dead. Yeah, so let's possible. rejoice. Our oven is correct, and I yeah. hope everyone else's Sunday is just as as exciting as that. Yeah. Uh, luckily, like cell phones, iPhones, you know, all the smartphones, they do it automatically and and everything. But like people who still use what alarm clocks and ovens and times and things like that, you you do have to manually do them but we did we were lazy since the last one and our oven was always an hour ahead so really we just saved time doing that so there was a period of time maybe what like 10 15 years ago where uh like not everything would update itself so like yeah computers and and like mobile phones they some would and some wouldn't so it just made it even more confusing because you'd wake up and you'd look at your phone and be like okay is is this right? Is it eight o'clock? Is it nine o'clock? Is it, what is it? And uh, I know back home, you there used to be a thing where you could phone, I think you dialed one, two, three, and you'd have someone read you the exact time. Um, <laughs> like that's what, what time do. is it, please? <laughs> but it, would, it would just be like some woman's voice being like, the time is 10, 32 and wow. 31 seconds. So you'd, We'd always do that to just make sure all our clocks are correct because some things would have changed, other things wouldn't have. That's so weird. I've never heard of that. But you guys are also weird over there because you guys, uh, you don't have like 911. You have like 999 or something. 999, yeah, it's easier. Yeah. I, I, I swear it is easier, but maybe it's like by accident, you accidentally like butt dial the same number. It's like switch it up. With Although just, just think back in the days when you had those like, analog like you put your finger in you dial it and it goes round you're in an emergency and you're trying to call 999 wouldn't easier to be 111 like the the closest rather than nine nine (laughs) by then you've been shot in the head yeah probably uh but hopefully that doesn't happen to you on this time change this week maybe not and i hope everyone's uh having a good time hope everyone's enjoying themselves i know what there's Sports going on. I think a baseball World Series happened, but no one is talking about it. Or is that cares. still going on? Who won? I think it's over, but like the Rangers isn't a real team, so it doesn't count. Um, Baseball's not a real sport. Let's let's yeah. let's face it, guys. Like, as much as sorry. like I can get into it, it's not the most uh, exciting of uh, like, of sports. There's footy going on. There's there's football. 
going on, but there's always time for wrestling. Wrestling yes. will never, ever, ever go away because there's always so much going on. But uh, how you doing? You recovering yeah, from your week of, of Halloween? Uh, yeah, like I, I took it easy for a couple of days, uh, which has been, which has been nice. Uh, went to, um, a place like in, uh, like Midtown called, um, called Copacabana the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, that's oh, where, uh, what, uh, in Goodfellas, isn't that where they go? <laughs> uh, the isn't the... it, is it Barry Manilow loves, loves, no, who is it that loves Copa? Yeah, it's, Copa, in, it's Barry Manilow, Copa, isn't it? Yeah, 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 Copacabana. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but oh my word, this is like a Brazilian radizio and uh, we we got to go, Brayden. Like I know last time we did kind of like a food challenge, you you puked outside the CN Tower. Oh, yeah. Center. Oh, yeah. Um, Hooters, all you can eat wings. Bad idea. Bad idea. But oh my word, this is uh, this is incredible. So you have two hours and it's all you can eat. Um, when we went to a seven. It was like 75 you- bucks. Like two hours is plenty. It's enough. Yeah. Like, um, and uh, you have, uh, you, you can select like unlimited sides. And so we got, what you got some rice. We got some bro- like roasted Brussels sprouts, had like a Caesar salad, a kale salad, uh, this like beautiful pork belly, some mushrooms. Uh, there's like chimichurri. You can have um, like there's cornbread. And then it's just the 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 servers that come around with big skewers of meat and mm-hmm. or trays of meat, and they just come up to your table and slice it away. And they they'll be like, "Hey, we've got the filet mignon here. Would you like to try this? Oh, we've got some uh, sirloin that's been uh, soaked in red wine for the last couple of days. We have the oh, they had this sirloin which was like stuffed with like cheese. It was so oh. good." And all the vegetarians are loving this right now. Yeah, uh, uh, they did have they did have pineapple as well uh, on the skewers, grilled pineapple. I mean, you know, there's that like vegan. Yeah, those 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 vegans are going ham. Pardon the pun with like turning pineapple and melons and things into like fake meat. That's a whole like whole other TikTok world there. I haven't really seen it much here, but I think it's uh, dragon fruit back in the yeah 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 yeah. used a lot. but oh my word, it was so it was seventy five bucks plus uh, plus gratuity, so it was almost like just under a hundred bucks per head. But uh, which yeah. sounds a lot, but if you think you go to a good steakhouse and you're paying sixty bucks for a steak, steakhouse. I mean, you're paying minimum for a dinner these days. I mean, you know, maybe for two people, but I mean, a hundred for all you can eat and like really high end. I mean, I have been there before, like a long time ago. It was uh, been. So Brain, long, we, but... we got to do it. Maybe I believe at the moment they're doing Monday to Wednesdays for 80 bucks. It includes okay. drinks as well. Um, All you can drink. I think so. It might be That's like, insane. I imagine it's like, uh, you know, house lager, house wine kind of thing. They want you to uh, fill up on that. So you don't just keep eating all the meat. But like, you, you know, we have a little trick. We have a little break. We go outside. Uh, we some breathe in some performance air and we come back and we hulk <laughs> up again. Like bring on the performance enhancing drugs are a real the, thing when it comes to eating challenges. What I found funny was the uh, the servers were quite pushy in a way, and like I think Brazilians are like some of the nicest people. Like I have a few Brazilian friends. Whenever I have Brazilians come into uh, the bar, like they're they're always so friendly and happy, and uh, and these waiters were great. But clearly, like for a place like this to work, they they don't want waste, so they want to like 
right. get through all the meat. So they kept coming over and being like, hey, more. And we're like, look, we, we just need to pause. And then the guy would just look at me and be like, do you? Do you, do you really? <laughs> like holding this skewer to it's my like they face. They want like, you to throw up. Okay, I'll do it. It's like Max Caster just holding up the scissors after he's been knocked out. It's like, okay, give it to me. It's uh, like uh, the, what is it, uh, Monty Python? Like, I no, no, I can't eat anymore. Would you like a mint? And it's like, that's what the last thing that just gets you to explode. So I, I did the Korean grill a few weeks ago and died. I, uh, pig out before coming home and watching dynamite and falling asleep before the main i think that's something we. you should would definitely do. fall asleep after a oh, yeah. night of meat easily 100 percent. yeah yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I do enjoy <laughs> copacabana it's like young and egg right yeah 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 shout out yeah. shout out Coca, copacabana shout out the unicorn pub as well uh shout out anyone listening to us here on sunday the youtube chat some people are agreeing with us about baseball uh, someone said in the States they dialed the equivalent of popcorn for the time, which is quite funny. But Frank is upset that we uh, made fun of um, baseball, but then says we're eating all this, all this meat, no bread, no water. <laughs> yeah, I had to turn down the cornbread. I was like, I'd rather get my fill of steak today than right. loading up on, you know, carbs. Yeah. Uh, well, you can load up on all the carbs you want. Uh, it's it's uh, what winter time. You gotta get in the hibernation. Eat all the the meat and uh, mm-hmm. all the. I've been dr- eating a lot of soup this week actually because yeah. it's getting cold. I'm like, oh, it's mm-hmm. fall time. I'm still in my Halloween hangover. Um, um, I'm enjoying not doing too much this week, but I know that uh, the second I hang out with you, I've been staying at my girlfriend's this week, and the second I see you again, and and the the one one drink one drink and then that turns into like another three-day bender and then i'm like oh there goes my no- sober november well we we've got the gift for it now uh which you beautifully <laughs> provided us this halloween which i i will be posting a lot uh we've got this candid video of you i'm i think i'm talking to you like across a bar this halloween you look like at this point you're just dressed like a normal bloke but blood <laughs> all on your right, forehead. right. I'm still in my yeah. We're still in our costumes, but it's like it's like one a.m. ish uh, at a bar. Uh, I think shout out the Artful Dodger in Toronto. Artful Dodger, yeah. And, and I think we're trying to have a conversation, but like I'm all the way at the other end of the you're bar. You're at the here. other side of the bar, so I, I'm kind of talking to you about like okay, so we'll do we'll record up next tomorrow, and then uh, maybe have a little break. We'll watch what we need to watch for was next, and then record that probably around five ish. As, I, as I'm saying this, you were just blood on your, your forehead are going like... Covered in blood. Just putting your hand out like, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and it's such a funny video. Uh, so I've gifted it now and I'm going to be using this regularly and definitely like, just just one drink tonight. Just one drink. We'll, we'll take it easy. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, yeah it's a fantastic... Uh, <laughs> you've already sent it to, to John in a way. <laughs> <laughs> out of context yes. it's very strange. <laughs> just my bloody face of like yeah uh it's good i'm hoping i'm hope my goal was to to make sure that uh the wrestlers that we dressed up as saw yeah photos and i think i could be wrong but i think the wrestlers have seen uh our photos because we were we were somewhat trending with our with our tweets and our photos so Wonderful. Uh, thanks everyone for all the Halloween love, but we we killed it out there. If you haven't seen it already, again, follow the socials for our okay. our shield photos. And shout out B 
big Tom from Pure Fandom for providing us the the extra bits. I my my WWE World Heavyweight Title didn't come through on time, so he kind right. of pimped up the the big gold belt to look to look like Seth's title. Uh, provided provided our very own Roman Reigns with the the red <laughs> garlic. Uh, I don't know where he got that. Do um, WWE shop even sell that thing? Like, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, insane. but it was it was great. We had what well, we had: Roderick Strong, we had Triple H in China, we had the Young Bucks, we had Rick Housen. Um, <laughs> it was a fun night. And if you haven't, Becky yet, Lynch, check, check out our Becky Lynch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> check out our socials. Um, yeah, yeah. I keep I kept finding stuff on my phone that I just kept uploading throughout the week. So if you <laughs> if you're not following our Instagram, you're missing out because I found a great video of you just doing the Seth Rollins like entrance <laughs> with the oh, it, oh. It, i kind of look like the joker in it because you see yeah. the city behind me and i it just looks like i'm about to burn it to the ground yeah seth seth rollins joker that's what you were yeah <laughs> so now we got to think about next year mm. what's our what's our, our costume next year do we do more wrestling well, group you know stuff? i think next year's halloween is going to be even bigger because it falls on a thursday so i think that thursday friday saturday are going to be mental tuesday people right. don't re- tuesday's the softest night of the week we we still found where to have fun on a tuesday yeah, places yeah. we're still doing stuff but obviously a, a lot of people with kind of normal jobs have worked the next day whereas i think especially this post-pandemic world where people are doing like the the hybrid like work from home a few days a week they often work from home on a friday i think that thursday is going to be pretty pretty uh mental next year so uh you know maybe i'll take the the Friday off as well, or the Saturday, and we can we can do a couple of costumes next year. Yeah, I'd like to double up on some some different ones. I got to retire my uh, space cowboy outfit. Yeah. I got to rip in the crotch. Ah, <laughs> you yeah. can get that mended. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Hopefully, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, let's do a bit of housekeeping before we go into uh, this week's news in pro wrestling. Uh, yes. We- we recorded an episode of Up Next on Wednesday talking about night two of Halloween Havoc. You can go and listen to that for free on the post-wrestling uh, feed. And we will also be going, uh, well, you and I think Sino Sino, Sino uh, will be going live on Wednesday, correct, with uh, next week's Up Next. Yeah, uh, just uh, we, we I know we just went live on a Wednesday. We took Tuesday night off. But uh, we we want to take it. Well, you want to take a Tuesday off. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I will give you that Tuesday night off. But I'm going to take off the Tuesday, too, because uh, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the girlfriend out for uh, doing such a good job on my Halloween costume. So nice. uh, so we're both off Tuesday. But Wednesday during the day, I think at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Me and Sino will be hitting you with a brand new up next. So come hang out on the post wrestling YouTube feed 1 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday instead of the Tuesday night. So the audio will be out right after that on the Wednesday as me and Sino Evil talk a bit about uh, some NXT and everything else going on. He did just do an episode of What Up Do with B Detroit just about a week or so ago on this very feed. So go listen to that if you haven't already. They, they definitely made me jealous of not having a PS5 and the new Spider-Man 2 game because I've tried the uh, Spider-Man for the PS4 and that game definitely like was is, is amazing, deserves all the respect it gets. But the new one is looking insane and I have so many friends playing it and I'm not not much of a gamer, but like it does look pretty, pretty good and definitely yeah. nerding out about some of the stuff in it. So check out that show. 
with those guys. Sino joining me on up next this Wednesday. Uh, if you like free shows, though, while on the topic on this very feed, of course, Sino fills you in on Shot in the Dark, covering everything in the world of wrestling. And I cannot wait for next week's episode of Shot in the Dark because there is a new character on WOW, Women of Wrestling, that I, I already can tell you is the best gimmick in, in wrestling going. And when Sino finally watches it and talks about it on Thursday, I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say in 15 minutes or less. So, uh, spoilers, it's a, a dog show gimmick, Okay, I think. I'm not really sure, but uh, I'll tell you, I love it. So, looking forward to his thoughts on well, that. As in, like, you know, running through the little... Like a, yeah, like a Westminster, yeah, like a Westminster dog show lady okay. who's like, I'm I'm best in show, and she wears like gold, and uh, I'm blanking on her name. I think her name is Goldie Collins. They took two <laughs> different dog names and put them together. <laughs> together. Oh my god, dude! I was watching this at work the other day. Uh, it's it was good. It aired last night on CH. So uh, definitely, definitely love the dog lady gimmick like you we have the bird lady on nxt but now wow has the dog lady which definitely is hilarious so check that out and on this very free feed as well next week we have our second episode of eagles don't hunt flies yes we do and this time it'll be uh dicky bird martin bushby and brandon from new jersey talking about the ill-fated Brock Lesnar, Dean Ambrose Mm. feud from WrestleMania 32. Uh, A match that could have been something uh, pretty pretty special and turned out being kind of complete dog shit. So I I know they'll be talking all about this. It's going to be quite interesting. Mox has been pretty open about his dislike of this feud and working with Lesnar. Um, I'm sure they'll maybe dive into that Steve Austin podcast he was on um, and stuff from his book. Um, But yeah, this is the uh, John Moxley mixtape or the Mox tape, if you will, where every month Mm. they look at a different rivalry in the career of John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose. Uh, Loved episode one where they talked all about Mox versus Nick Gage. Really looking forward to seeing this one. This was a match I was actually at. I actually saw in person. So uh, Right, and you yeah, were as disappointed as everyone watching. Absolutely. So uh, <laughs> looking forward to seeing, uh, to hearing their reactions on this one. Definitely was one of the biggest matches that, like now looking back even, it's like, man, that, that sucked. And I'm, I'm, just, uh, I'm just a fan, but I, I blame Brock Lesnar for that one. I yep. think he sounded like he didn't want to do shit. With, with whatever that was given. I think the best thing to come out of that was Terry Funk. And uh, Mo- he, when he gave Mox the chainsaw that was not used that in the he match didn't use, yeah. whatsoever. But yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, the best part might have been the Steve Austin interview coming out of it. Which yeah, is, yeah. It's yeah. a fascinating watch. Absolutely. Uh, they, they, uh, I, I know the Eagles don't hunt flies guys appreciated my, my costume. It was, it was dedicated to them, <laughs> uh, for them. So check out that show. I think you said next Friday on this very feed. Uh, yes. Next Friday. Excellent. Um, so look forward we should to update that. their logo. Just have you instead of the, the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> I, you say that I bet you Dickie's already done that. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I loved what it was B B Detroit shout out B who did the Photoshop really quickly like i'm at we're at this house party and we take these photos and i shared them and then within like under five minutes b had already photoshopped me on the cover of some uh like japanese pro wrestling magazine which i've totally 
now used. So shout out B with this fast photo. And then I was showing people and they're like, oh my God, what is that real? I'm like, no, I just took that photo. How could it be? <laughs> it was good. Shout out B. Uh, and shout out Eagles Don't Hunt Flies. That's coming up Friday over on this poison rana feed so hit that subscribe if you haven't already um and hey if you like some other podcast well check out the poison rana patreon because davy mm-hmm. and i we work endlessly we spend so many hours reviewing wrestling and movies and everything in between to bring you our strange form of entertainment and this uh, past month with october we did so many shows of some spooky stuff friday the 13th part three uh, Halloween two, uh, Halloween six on this feed, Antichrist, which was insane, and so many other shows, including our Halloween Havoc ninety eight review. But November's schedule is now dropping, and I can tell you that this this uh, month is is looking like a pretty stacked show uh, month of shows because uh, with the whole talk of TNA being back, it brings us to to a great reason to look back at some TNA and uh, maybe find out why people love it so, so much. So we're putting it to you. I think the poll is still open on the Facebook group, Poison Rana. Join it if you haven't. We've put up a suggestion of different TNA pay-per-views and whichever one gets the most votes by like, I don't know, in a few days, uh, we'll review it over on our Patreon. Yeah, I think we'll announce it uh, if you guys want to announce it on Wednesdays up next, maybe. So you've got a a few days to cast your votes. Um, I can say that the ones on the poll are Turning Point 2005, uh, which features uh, Jeff Jarrett versus Rhino, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, America's Most Wanted versus Team 3D in a tables match, and Sabu versus Abyss in a barbed wire massacre match. Against All Odds 06, which features Jarrett versus Christian Cage, Team 3D versus Team Canada. And I believe this is the rematch of Samoa Joe, Christopher Daniels, and AJ Styles. Uh, TNA Sacrifice 2007, which features Christian Cage versus Sting versus Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe versus AJ Styles. Uh, Bound for Glory 07, featuring Kurt Angle versus Sting, Samoa Joe versus Christian Cage, and Jay Lethal versus Christopher Daniels. And Destination X 2012, featuring Bobby Roode versus Austin Aries, uh, a big Ultimate X match, and Christopher Daniels versus AJ Styles in a last man standing match, as well as Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. So some good stuff there. Uh, I can tell you Turning Point 05 is in the lead right now, but you still have some time to cast your votes. Oh five. I remember I was watching at the time I got into, into TNA, I think around like Oh four Oh five. And then was definitely when the spike TV deal definitely helped them a lot because they were actually on TV, even if it was at weird hours, but uh, definitely looking forward to talking about any of those uh, TNA shows. Cause we haven't, we, we definitely covered a few uh, on our Patreon, but it's always interesting because look at where all like the stars of those shows are today. Still, some of them still wrestling and still being talked about. So uh, quite interesting and will be a lot of fun. So get your votes in. And hey, while you're at it, you can also go and vote for which Survivor Series show we're going to review this month. We decided with Survivor Series being in, in a few weeks uh, that we would uh, look at a retro one. And uh, there's a bunch of different options up on there as well. So go check that out. And there's a big movie review coming, Davey. I, oh, think, yeah. you need, I think you need to 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 announce this one because... We've we've been asked, hey, you should re- review this movie quite a bunch. Then we did it, but 
That was only the first one. And there are two more. Yes. Explain. Uh, we reviewed uh, last year with Emmanuel, uh, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. And now this December marks the 20th anniversary of the release of Return of the King. So we're going to do a double header up yours, uh, starting this month with The Two Towers, where we'll be uh, joined by Emmanuel once again. Uh, and then next month, to coincide with the anniversary of Return of the King, uh, we'll be joined by Kevin Hudson from the Geek-Centric podcast to talk all about the finale. And I'm sure we can get Emmanuel's thoughts on it as well, as he kind of spearheaded this whole thing. But uh, these yeah. are my favorite movies of all time and can't wait to dive back into Middle Earth. Yeah, so all you hobbitses out there who are looking to hear our Lord of the Ring reviews. Uh, so Two Towers coming out in November and Return of the King review coming out in December. So some shows to look forward there. But for the other opposite end of the spectrum there, we have a up yours pick that I'm, I think is confirmed. He, I, I just messaged our world champ, our family member, Brent. But I've, I've asked him twice now, are you sure you want to pick this? And he has said yes. And depending if he replies, we're doing it this week. This is also a movie that I think a lot of people have asked us to review. And may I add, a movie I may know every single line in. Super bad. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if, if Lord of the Rings is my favorite movies of all time, this is my favorite comedy of all time. Yes, as this well. is the best so- we're, we're born around the same age. Like yeah. we're around the same age. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there, even if you weren't uh, super bad, definitely holds a special place in, in a lot of people's hearts. So uh, we're going to review it, which I, I don't know how I feel about because it's, it's a comedy and review we, me and you are, are usually the, com- we bring the comedy. So when we review a comedy, it's kind of like repeating the jokes, but. Maybe, I'm sure I mean, we maybe could, we've, we could we've kind of stories. been doing this podcasting for a while now. We might be a little better now. Um, yeah. And try to get away from just telling the jokes that we see on screen, but dive into sure. it a little deeper. Um, and, you know, like we've all been uh, nerdy teenagers looking to get laid at some point in our lives. So I'm sure we <laughs> some can of us still are as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to to have this review. And I. It's always a pleasure chatting with Brent uh, from his his farm over there in what Calgary. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Brent, the farmer's got some crazy high school stories, I, which I'm pretty sure the show is going to turn into. <laughs> I I don't know why he picked this or or the. I think he just loves it. It's normally something like I found this on VHS about ten years after it was released. And then last time he picked day. Tombstone. I don't know how we got from Western Tombstone to Superbad, but uh, yeah. I'm I'm excited. So we'll talk about Very McLovin. Excited. And uh, everyone's everyone's favorite uh, comedy from the 2000s. So, which I think you know, it's a good time. It's in its 25th anniversary this year. I think. Wow, something like that, isn't it? No, it's no, no, no. It, it's it's 2005 or 06, I think. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get the the feedback up later today because I'm assuming I could be wrong, but I'm predicting some people write in some feedback from yeah. for this movie. So, uh, 2007. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. I remember seeing it in theaters. First day came out mm-hmm. i was there awesome. <laughs> in my in my cargo shorts and then there's a joke about no one's gotten laid wearing cargo shorts since nom which i laughed uh very loud at so 16 years ago wow that's crazy that movie came out so super bad can't wait uh 
to listen back to the soundtrack as well. So uh, some crazy shows coming out over on our Patreon. So we got oh, a yeah. TNA show, Survivor Series, Lord of the Rings. Um, and then we just re- re- recorded a Was Next that I haven't put up yet, which I'm going to put out later today for all you patrons, where we're talking about the February 12th, I think, mm-hmm. edition, 2014 edition of NXT, which is leading up to the NXT arrival show, which we've never, ever talked about, me and you, uh, on on any shows. So definitely looking forward to, I think by the time we get to that show, will be December. So uh, some some big Patreon shows coming up. Yeah, next was next will be the go home show, and then we'll be talking about arrival. So I think our aim is to fit all of this in before the end of the year, so we can start. Uh, I assume the roar of the crowd will, will kick things off in in January. Yeah, so right. a whole new era of NXT with a whole new year, new year, yeah. new me. So check us out on Patreon. It's how we pay the bills. It's only five bucks a month to sign up to become a friend, and you get access to all these shows that we do. Lots and lots of wrestling. Lots and lots of movies. Lots and lots of fun. And uh, last final thing, November 25th, you Toronto wrestling peeps, get your tickets now. Come hang out with us for our Survivor Series watch party downtown, King Street West, Gabby's. Get the wings. They're really good. And hang out as we watch some wrestling and poisonrana.ca for the link to our event bright on that. And we would love to see some of our listeners out there, some new friends, some old, all in between. Yeah, we want to see as many of you as possible at this event. Uh, We loved the last watch party we did back in April for WrestleMania. Uh, Let's make this one as big as possible. Uh, Come along. Uh, Tickets are available. There are early bird tickets for just five bucks available right now. So snap them up while you can. Uh, Let's pack this bar with some wrestling friends. Watch some wrestling and maybe or maybe not uh, a returning CM Punk. Who knows? This is true. Yeah, we could all be watching and witnessing history yeah. from Gabby's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, while we're on the subject of uh, Toronto, I want to say rest in peace to uh, Toronto indie wrestling legend Rob Rage. Now, he might not be a name that most uh, people maybe uh, south of the border of Toronto may recognize, but this guy's been uh, wrestling for as long as I've been going to indie shows uh, as a young kid in Toronto, and I saw a bunch of uh, local wrestling people post about this. So I definitely want to give my uh, respect to Rob Rage. He was someone that like everyone in the Toronto scene would a have wrestled or be cross. Path. I'm de- I, I'm pretty sure even you have actually seen him wrestle live baby in, in the past few years. Is he the guy that so. got his dick out? No, that, <laughs> that was sexy Eddie. Oh, okay. <laughs> sexy Eddie and Rob Rage, two different, definitely okay. different people, but yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Both uh, have porn so, star names, but uh, rest Rob Rage definitely Rob Rage. does have a porn star name. Yeah. He he was a big fucking jack dude, so I he would appreciate that for sure. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. Uh, but let's talk about uh, some 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 wrestling. Smoke them if you got them, because uh, let's let's talk about everything that's going on because there is always Absolutely. a lot of wrestling. Wrestling never sleeps. Yeah, well, let's start things off with WWE because they had a premium live event yesterday oh. uh, from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Crown yeah. Jewel. Yeah, uh, did you get a Crown chance to, to watch this, uh, Brayden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called this Crown Royal because uh, uh, I forgot what it was actually called. Crown Jewel, uh, a.k.a. the Saudi show that we pretend we don't know anything else that's going on outside mm-hmm. the world when I'm just watching a wrestling event happening in Saudi Arabia. But 
you know what? It's crazy watching the crowd and the reactions these superstars get. I'm not sure if you saw this video where LA Knight, the night, the day before the event was talking to these like fans and this little kid, it was just like so heart wrenching that like these, these people are like, we welcome in on our TV screens week by week. And uh, I know there's, there's, there's people's opinions on the Saudi shows and I'm definitely uh, in agreement with some of the things, but at the end of the day, it's still an entertainment show and they're entertaining uh, the masses worldwide. And like, I can't, help but smile when I see a bunch of people freaking out the way I react when I go to these shows, when they come over to my city. So uh, again, that's just kind of, I, I've definitely, I'm not saying I gotten over it, but definitely in the last little while, well, I'm like, all I, right, I well. It, it's definitely moved on from like, you know, just the Royals sitting in the front row on their phones, yeah. not watching it. Like the, it's clear these, these fans are very invested in the product and know what's going on. Um, there's whole lot other conversations about, you know, where this money's coming from and uh and with wwe in that sense but i'm happy seeing you know actual fans enjoying watching wrestling because uh everyone should be able to enjoy uh what yeah. they love um but i did notice i felt there was way more kind of propaganda on this show than there have been for the last few um not as I, bad as like how they did in the first few ones, right? Those ones. There was quite a lot on it, like more so than because they definitely after the kind of the Khashoggi murder, they they really just did nothing. I mean, they weren't even mentioning Saudi Arabia on TV, were they? They were just mm. this international show. Whereas this one, there was a lot of just talking about how how great this city is. I can't. It might have been LA. Someone said something like, "It's I." I don't feel as comfortable anywhere on earth as I do in Saudi Arabia. It's like, was that really? Vince McMahon who said that? I don't know. It, it was, <laughs> it was a bizarre quote, but I did notice a lot more of that on this show. Um, but that aside, I, I thought this was a, a really strong premium live event. And uh, it's kind of nice watching a show in the afternoon. So sort of I was sat down to watch this out 1 PM. It finished about an hour before I had to go to work. So just got ready and, you know, fit in a, a whole day of wrestling, but, um shall we just go through it match by match i think there's some we'll probably spend a bit more time on than others but uh yeah yeah, yeah um, absolutely the kickoff match uh sammy zane versus jd mcdonough uh sammy with uh just a, a huge huge reaction from this crowd surprised they put this on the kickoff show i i would have thought you'd have put this on the actual main show with with sammy zane being uh like such a uh like draw over there um but this was all right i didn't think they really gave jd mcdonough anything and we know we've seen him from his nxt and nxt uk days what mcdonough's capable of and he has shown it on raw but this was just really sammy kind of steamrolling the guy but uh you know good good way to kind of get the crowd going before the uh the opening match yeah, you imagine they got hopefully some bigger plans for Sami Zayn, especially with his whole like his thing on Raw lately where he's kind of having this crusade of like, I'm going to be champion one day. And I, definitely with Triple H in, in charge, you would imagine that does eventually happen. Uh, I think I think there is a better match between these two out there. But that what really wasn't this uh, JD McDonough, for some reason, was selling like Shawn Michaels in SummerSlam 05. Yeah, it was bizarre. Like takes really a, a head bump on the turnbuckle and does like an inverted does like a, flip. 
Inverted. He did like the commander inverted 450 Phoenix splash from a, a turnbuckle spot, which was very weird. But yeah, uh, this was this was okay. But the the crowd definitely were, were so behind Sami Zayn, which is nice to see. And then we kicked off the main show with Seth Rollins versus Drew for the World Heavyweight Championship, and uh, they went about uh, t- just short of 20 minutes here. And I thought this was a a really strong match. I've I've enjoyed the story they've been telling with Drew. I thought. This week, the video package of him kind of sitting in the the empty performance center and and talking about like you know how he won the title, but it wasn't the way he wanted it. And then Seth just cutting him down like boohoo, you didn't win the championship the way you wanted. Other people were fucking dying and struggling to make ends meet, and you won the title in front of nobody. Get over it. Uh, I I think this story's been pretty strong uh with these two characters and i thought they they created quite a quite a good match here with some uh some good kind of near falls you had the um priest tease at the end with the cash in with sammy taking him out but uh i think this was probably the straw that now breaks the camel's back with drew and he goes uh full heel moving forwards and perhaps uh maybe a rematch at survivor series with drew maybe a bit more defined as a heel yeah, I'm worried if they do pull the trigger on Drew being a like a, an actual heel that that would cause him to win the title. Like that would be how he he does get it. That whether you do the priest cash in or, or something down the line, that's definitely. I love the tease of it. I loved how Sammy is just like, nah, you're not doing that. Screw yeah. you. I hate you guys. So I'm still angry, and uh, that definitely got a huge reaction when he came out there. But. Uh, Seth and Drew was was decent. Yeah, I thought it was a, a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Drew is definitely someone who can be like hit or miss uh, when it comes to some of the big matches. But I thought this was one of the better matches on this show, and I thought Absolutely. there was some some big near falls with the uh, with the Claymore right where yeah. he he hit that. But uh, overall, I, I I saw Seth retaining, and I'm kind of happy he does. And I, I I would hope he's he retains all the way to like Mania or someone else for a bigger program. But again, with, with priest, I assume we do get some sort of cash in sooner than later. I, I kind of think Seth's title run maybe hinges on whether a Phil Brooks comes into the company or not. Cause I think if, if punk isn't going to be around for mania, I think Seth is the champion and probably is facing Gunther is is my guess. But I think if, if Punk comes in, I think you can have Seth drop to either Drew or Priest and have, you know, Sammy chase for that title at Mania and do Seth versus Punk non-title at Mania. Because yeah. that match doesn't need doesn't need a championship involved, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I, I, I maybe think the the kind of Punk factor could, could play with which way we go with Seth. But if he's not coming in, yeah, I, I totally see Seth retaining until Mania. Yeah, me too. But but I, I like this a lot more than I thought I, I was, and uh, that's definitely a credit to Drew. But or Seth, yeah, I, I think this was my match of the night, to be honest, and, and really kicked off the show in a in a good way. Um, we also had the women's five way for the uh, for the for Rhea's women's championship. Like, is is hers the hers is the world women's world title? Yeah, it's not whatever it's called. Hers is like Seth's, right? Yeah, it's like Seth. So it was Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Zoe Stark versus. Shayna Baszler versus Raquel Rodriguez. Um, I'm so glad they've, you know, updated these women's costumes for 
Saudi because they they look great. Like obviously they the women over there have to kind of cover up, mm. but it doesn't look like they're all going on a charity run anymore in big baggy t shirts. Like it's um they the attire looked way way better. But yeah, I, specifically I specifically I uh, sorry the 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 later match with Io Bianca Bailey like oh, all yeah. of them looked like the outfits were were even more stellar. Um, I didn't really care about this match. Definitely was on my phone watching this one, but um, I did love the the spot that everyone's going crazy about with the cameraman, where Zoe like jumps over and he, it's basically like she clears him and like he I think falls down to to get the shot, but he was so committed to make sure yeah. he got this cross body shot that I was like, yo, good for you, dude, get a raise. I think Zoe's someone who's had a really good call up, actually. Um, like the partnership with uh, Trish, I think really helped her. I think she's been having some some of the stronger women's matches on TV, and uh, I would like to see her kind of move up the um, the roster a bit because I'm a fan of her wrestling as well. Um, Raquel really hasn't hit it at all for me since moving up to the main roster. Um, I can't say I'm overly excited about. Nia Jax being back and I think stuff with Shayna is a bit too little too late I think when she came in you could have really positioned her as this absolute killer and they're just trying it now Triple H has taken over they're trying to rekindle that but it's it's too late for me so it was obvious Rhea Ripley was not going to lose this title and I I thought it was a okay match but something we could see on on Raw or Smackdown every week i think yeah uh the neither of the challenge like none of the challengers made sense or or made it seem like believable uh but i did like ria's entrance where she got like it looked like they were just a bunch of saudi men princes standing there and like honoring her as she came out kind of thing so it kind of a like a a cool it was cool but didn't really together it was like all this sort of saudi music and then this is my brutality it just yeah didn't really fit but i think she was like like, you know screw you men kind of thing i don't know maybe kind of vibe i don't know but yeah um and then we move on to john cena taking on solo sokoa and uh i thought this was probably one of cena's better matches since uh any of his comeback matches in the last yeah but is that saying much man no no not the same no he's not the same but i at all i thought he put a bit more of a performance in this one than we've seen in like the what like the Austin Theory matches or or the tag matches where he does nothing, but uh, yeah, he's he's really um, look. Cena's never been the prettiest wrestler in the world. He's, but I think now his body is kind of you know slowing down and stuff. Yeah, he's not the same. His star power is huge, and and I think kind of as Triple H said in that press conference, it's like, hey, we don't know how many Cena appearances we're gonna get, so take it when you can get it but um really solidly putting over solo sokoa here with about what 10 samoan spikes yeah like 15 of them or something this is crazy just kept spiking them no no uh paul Heyman, no bloodline just solo v cena and he beat him clean he beat him clean and uh they they kind of said he ended cena's career but this wasn't a they didn't have that as a stipulation. Well, they? they they didn't have it as a stipulation, but they definitely kept alluding to that. Like, hey, if Cena loses this, like, you know, if Cena if Cena gets 15 Samoan spikes to the throat, he might have to go back to Hollywood. The strike might yeah. end. So yeah. <laughs> um 
Yeah, but then Cena posting the photo of Beckham after where Beckham was playing his last game. Okay. He posted, you know, Cena's Instagram is all like kind of cryptic. Yeah. Yeah. And all that shit. But he posted a photo right after the match, like right after the match where he's, it's a photo of Beckham from his last game or whatever. So I'm, people are definitely like, he's alluding to that. So, I mean, the next time he comes back, it'll be like even bigger. Yeah. I I don't see this being Cena's retirement match. I think they'd have made it way more obvious. And I think you'd reserve that for a, a WrestleMania to, you know, yeah, go on, yeah. go out against a Baron Corbin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I, yeah. You, you too bad. It wouldn't be like a Kurt or something, but um, yeah, like, like Cena definitely when they eventually bring him back, it looks like the strikes might end soon. So that definitely okay. Cena has been tipped off. Cena has been keeping his yeah. eye on, on the news because this weekend they had been uh, some chatter about how, you know, that might be coming to, to an end soon. And there are now celebrities, in and out of there's there's ways they've been maneuvering and i'm sure seen is going right back to making movies uh featuring him playing a husband who's got a wife and then they meet another husband and wife and then they go on a vacation and then something happens and that seems like every movie he's made in the last little while (laughs) i know that there's vacation friends one and two but he has a new movie that i'm watching the trailer i'm like is this the same series i don't know oh it's a different movie oh okay all right um not been a big fan of his his uh his movies thus far but i think he's still waiting for that one big role that uh, he had peacemaker which i actually never checked out so who am yeah, i he's good called? he'll i i think yeah. he'll be fine um, yeah i'm sure he'll be fine yeah, yeah people but he's you're right he's bigger than he ever has been but his wrestling is definitely like i notice now i'm, I'm definitely like oh you are definitely not the same Cena you were I mean cool he's still hitting top rope cross bodies but he's he's toned down he just gets beat up for like 20 minutes in this match so but they're like solo is someone they're clearly positioning down the line and yeah uh, I mean I think we all assume it's Cody finishing the story but if you know Roman continues this reign they do they do say later in the night it's only Hogan and um and Bruno ahead of him now um yeah like I I don't think it's crazy to consider Solo down the line as being someone to dethrone Roman or whether it's like non-title, you know, just taking the role of head of the table or whatever. But I think they see big things for him because they've had him very protected and now uh, now beating Cena as well. Beating Cena definitely makes him strong, makes the Samoan spike strong. You, I would figure putting him in like another title picture to have him with Roman both holding titles but i don't know if that's where we'll go considering where that up some of the other titles are kind of tied up right now but yeah this made solo instantly like it's crazy only what like a year ago he debuted Mm. and before that we were watching him on nxt wrestle like like a lot of nobodies and here he is beating john cena in saudi arabia like clean as a whistle pretty crazy then we had logan paul riding through the desert on his way to his championship match. Yeah, this guy's great. Ray Mysterio. Yeah, <laughs> love. I love Logan Paul now. Like I don't, yeah. but I do. In 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 the world of wrestling, I love this guy. He's so easy to hate and to like like get invested in, and, and so entertaining. The entrance in the sand dunes, the sand buggy, his Maverick gear, making his entrance, and it looked like they could have fooled me, but it looked like he was driving that thing in the yeah. in the one where he's like swerves into the parking lot. I swear that was him driving it. Like. 
You know what? Great. This guy picks up things pretty quickly, so I wouldn't put it past <laughs> I, yeah, him being I, him driving this uh, this buggy. Yeah, thing, but, I, uh, I, I, I mean, this is this had this was the, like, look, we just had John Cena wrestling. We have Roman Reigns wrestling later on, but like this was the match that got so many eyes and ears on because of Logan Paul and his boxing fight a few weeks ago, promoting this out of nowhere, uh, calling for this match, and instantly getting like so much attention back onto wwe and it's like wait this guy's a wrestler it's like oh yeah a year ago this event he was wrestling roman and kind of stole the show and impressed so many people and watching that last year i was like oh this guy will be champion by next year i wasn't sure what title i was talking about but i in a weird way was right because as soon as he promoted this match against Rey mysterio you knew he was taking this united states title yeah i mean it's it's the u.s title i'd say it's the the lowest men's singles title on the main roster. Sure. Um, so absolutely, why not put it on Logan Paul? He's going to make more of this title than it will with some other people there. Um, he can have it on the set of his podcast. He can, you know, next boxing fight, he will probably be wearing this thing if there's one down the line. Um, yeah, I think it makes a whole lot of sense. This guy continues to impress me. I, I don't think he looks out of place. I don't think he looks like a celebrity trying to wrestle at all. No. And he's in there against one of the best. What I loved was, so he wins with the uh, the brass knucks, right? And with the the punch to the face of Ray and then wins him. And then after the match, he's like, goes to Ray and he's like, I love you, Ray. Hey man, I love you. I <laughs> love you. you so much. Thank you. That was a great match. And it's like, dude, you cheated. But no, like, Ray, Ray, that's what Ray says to him. Ray's like, yeah. yo, what the fuck? No, yeah. you punched me in the face with nugs. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> love it. I, I thought that was so good and just yeah. makes him so much like he's just playing this like fake respect thing. Um, I really easy to hate, like to, to, to boo. And that's, I mean, it's wrestling, right? Like we, we, we need that in wrestling and he's learned how to pick that up very, very quickly. Not only the wrestling, this guy was doing all the elite moves, you know, you know, he was doing the buckshot for like a year now, right? Yeah. That's been his move ever since punk and hangman. He's been doing the buckshot, but in this match, he did the, you can't escape. He did the buckshot like twice. He did the fuck. He did. He did another. He did another elite move. Oh, the hangman um, power slam moonsault. He did that. He did the lion salt as well. Like he's doing all these AEW moves. He's very smart or whoever he's got in his camp telling him like, yo, do this. Trust me. People will talk about it. Like he was doing all their all their moves. Um, Also, shout out Logan Paul. Now, I'm not sure really what happened. I've watched the clip like a million times, but. Rey Mysterio goes for that moonsault into the tornado DDT, which is supposed to get countered. But either Logan wasn't r- too close enough yet, or Rey would w- just like undershot it. And Rey Mysterio almost lands on his damn head. The commentary team, Michael Cole is like, yo, I, like he almost landed on, in a tombstone. But Logan Paul was able to catch him and like almost stop himself from yeah. doing that. And this clip has been shared like everywhere, but like really this guy has been only doing this for like a year and he's had, he's having like veteran instincts and stuff like, yeah. like pretty crazy. Again, like I, I know he was supposed to come into the, the catch of the moonsault and it could have been, he wasn't there yet, but he still managed to not only save Rey Mysterio from like landing on his neck, but still managed to save the spot and made it look good. So uh, pretty incredible. Like he's not a small guy, Logan Paul and fighting Rey Mysterio, like who is, the smallest dude to ever do it. It, 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 yeah. it was pretty like there was some good spots back and forth. And 
again, yeah. it had a lot of people talking about it and every like non wrestling social media things that I follow, they were all sharing this yesterday yeah. and today. So like they got what they wanted out of this because like your world stars and your all that shit, they all were posting clips from this match and the promo after where he's like, I'm the best and all this shit. So I, I think this was a, a big win for WWE. He's, he's definitely earned my respect um, yeah. over the last year or so. Um, and also, as you say, like it being shared and other people seeing it, I, um, we had wrestling on at work the other day and these people were watching and I think it was like the weigh in or whatever it was. It was segment with him and Ray. They were going, wait, is that, is that Logan Paul? It's like, yeah, he's in, he's in WWE. It's like, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. And they're like, yeah. oh shit. Okay. Didn't he fight last week as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, he's definitely won me over. I, I see probably what LA Knight being a logical contender for him, like megastar versus megastar. It kind of, for what guess, mania? Yeah. Mania or rumble or something like that. I think, I think they're going to want to, we'll get obviously to the LA Knight match, but I think they're going to want to keep him hot. And I think a feud with Logan Paul could be, could be great. Like the, the verbal back and forth, I think would be awesome. And I think they both have that sort of similar kind of character, like, you know, showbiz Hollywood, like megastar kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I think that I'm wondering. Direction. Yeah. I'm wondering though, if that is like soon or because the real question we'll talk about is what, what do you do with LA Knight? And it's like, if you put him against Logan Paul, I'd imagine you'd have him win. So I, you wouldn't want to have Logan Paul lose this title anytime soon, possibly all the way up into WrestleMania. So like, I know there's, there's going to be different pay-per-views like your survivor series and your rumbles and stuff, but I'm imagining Logan Paul is in a pretty big marquee WrestleMania match. And that's kind of the big question. Like, is it, is it John Cena in that match? Is it Brock Lesnar? in that match you know like there's a few like big names that you could easily make that the match that gets a lot of people's attention because they know this guy promotes it and it will be everywhere and when it happens it will be spread like wildfire everywhere so you'd probably want to keep like how they had Rey Mysterio specifically for this keep like some bigger marquee names in the big ple matches for him and having him beat like uh someone like i I don't know why i said brock but like that would instantly get people being like yo what would happen if that match happened and if he were to beat brock that would be pretty crazy in the in the eyes of some fans so uh yeah again not was never a fan of this guy before seeing him in wwe and now i'm like you are doing everything right in the world of this stuff so the the pc and sean and triple h and whoever else Logan Paul's got in his camp are doing a really good job because uh, it's working. Realistically, as well, Logan Paul might only have two or three defenses until WrestleMania. It's not, yeah, there's not a whole lot you have to do. And I don't think it matters if the US title isn't on TV every week. It's the US. Sure. Title. Yeah, exactly. It'll be on TV whenever he's on, you know, other things yeah. and, and, and drinking his, his prime uh, with Austin Matthews, I think, who's now his first. Canadian athlete signed. That's or something. the first opponent. I don't know. Is it Austin? <laughs> yeah, that, imagine that match. <laughs> yeah. Austin Matthews versus Logan Paul. At the Scotia yeah. Bank. Yeah. The bank. Book it. Yeah. I mean, Lee's season will probably be over by Mania anyway. So, well, it will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's already over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go to our next match EO Shirai versus Bianca Ooh. Belair. Sorry, EO Sky versus Bianca Belair. And boy, was I smiling by the end of this one. Oh, you and me too, brother. I definitely, I didn't want to uh, 
message you about it because like I wasn't sure if we were watching it the same. I was watching on delay, so I didn't want to be spoiled and like vice versa. Uh, so EO, first of all, EO's gear was incredible. But Bianca too, but EO's gear was like yeah, looked uh, it looked like that story we went to in uh, in London in Camden Cyberworld. Yeah. Like this looks like she that's straight from the racks of that place, her, which her is pants kind of reminded me of the uh, Hardy the Boys. Too, no, too cool. Remember, too they're cool. like, like that's the clearly why I love them pants. so much. Yeah, yeah, they look sick, they look pretty badass. Uh, no, this cool, match so. was pretty good. Yeah. It didn't, it, it again didn't get to the level of I know EO and Bianca could get to. Like, we yeah. know these two are the best women, some of the best, if not maybe my two favorites in WWE right now, and definitely felt like. They were holding back. It they didn't, didn't want to. I think that Puerto Rico match was probably better than this one. But... Possibly. Not saying that this was actually like bad by any means, because like there was some good stuff in it, but sure. was definitely like, ah, oh, I know you two could like kill each other. I mean, think back. We were at TakeOver New York. These two were featured in that four-way match, were they not? Yeah. And uh, yeah. they had they had some crazy stuff in that match going back. So they have history. They know each other. But the real story coming out of it is bailey and her disco pants she comes out and she's basically what getting getting into inter interfering here when wait a second out comes Kyrie sane yeah. returning to wwe and helps eo win this thing and then for good measure hits her her uh her what her insane elbow which uh, just so looks all- deadly like Kyrie is so tiny but i think makes the elbow drop where so many times you watch the elbow drop and it just looks so safe. Like, okay, you're jumping off the top rope, but she just looks like she's killing them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and- here we have it. The return, the, the reunite, they're reunited. Our favorite tag team in the world of professional wrestling, the sky pirates, the sky pirates, um, which she's looking a little, not piratey. She's looking very cyber. I said, I said EO looked like she went shopping at Cyberworld in Camden, this store, but it looks like Kyrie went there too. So is I, this Skyberpunk their new name <laughs> or something? I, I thought she looked way more heelish as well than she did last time she was in the company and playing a heel. Uh, I thought she looked great. Um, I love something I'm really enjoying, and I, I know I've been singing its praises a bit, quite a bit recently, is uh, WWE, you know, acknowledging the past acknowledging their previous stories and michael cole which i'd forgotten about but drilling home bailey was the one that took out Kyrie and kind of wrote her out of the company so now uh we know there's tension between eo and eo and bailey is eo and uh Kyrie gonna like kick bailey out the group or they're starting their own group uh there have been reports of you know other members potentially joining uh, Kyrie and EO. So let's let the speculation begin. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm yeah. Like- I mean, I, I would love to, to dabble in some speculation of, uh, A, you could bring in Asuka. Mm-hmm. So you have the Kabuki Sky Pirates, which yeah. we've been trying, kind of joking about for months now. This could be an actual, like, thing that happens. Or uh, there's talks of uh, Saray possibly coming back into WWE. I know she was never on WWE main roster, but she was someone that definitely in, in, in glimmers in NXT impressed. You could bring her in. You could have, um, what's it? King Coda, um, uh, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota Kai, Kai yeah. like, like turn on Bailey and join 
to have yep. make that the the kind of trios there. But the real story is Kyrie and EO being back together on main WWE TV with the WWE Women's Championship. Like this is everything I've ever wanted yeah. in in wrestling. Like these two being back together. I know if you're listening to podcast, you can't really tell. And I know we're on video, but like our whole living room is full of EO, Sky, and Kyrie all over it. So like we are. <laughs> huge huge fans of these two and like can't wait for them to get over in in new eyes of like new fans and and stuff so very interested in Kyrie coming back they're trying to make her a heel but like she she's Kyrie she's a big I mean I think eventually yeah like this this stable whatever they're building you you start them off this way I assume which seems a bit odd but maybe Bailey is the gonna be the baby face in this thing if they're opposing her um I wonder you could also have like Nakamura join potentially like he's he's kind of reinvented himself a little bit recently he's he had the seth and ricochet feud um that's something we, we've got mixed stables now judgment day is obviously killing it right, like okay i feel that could make him a little bit more relevant than he has been if you if you join that but you know Kyrie, by all reports she's been signed for quite a while they've just been waiting for the the right moment i guess and yeah i i'm excited i think you know with Triple H in charge, him being a massive fan of both EO and Kyrie, um, yeah, I'm just really, really excited to see where where this thing goes moving forward. Yeah, uh, can't wait because then it'll eventually they'll be they'll be teaming together, EO and Kyrie, which definitely uh, got to see them live again. Uh, instantly has my attention. But when we then get to the eventual Kyrie versus EO in WWE, like that shit will blow our minds because if you have never seen these two wrestle each other oh, oh my god watch it go find like it. that uh, should be a, a wrestlemania match I, I feel it's maybe too soon if you just put these two together to have it at oh yeah i'm talking years, like two years i'd year. i'd love to see these two just you know get given you know 18 20 minutes on a wrestlemania because it would be spectacular uh, I mean, EO, we know, is the hometown hero in Puerto Rico and, and everywhere. I didn't think Kyrie got, like, crazy reactions. She would have gotten if this show was, like, somewhere else, possibly. Because, yeah. um, uh, you know, it's in Saudi. They can't cheer for women, obviously, <laughs> right? Like, that's just how it goes. No. Um, but I think if this were to have happened somewhere else, I think maybe it would have been a different reaction. But who's to say with them, you know, announcing Bash in Berlin or doing shows all over the world that we don't get an announcement of of some sort of ple in japan sooner yeah, than later because i'm i'm really shocked they haven't done one recently and even more shocked AEW hasn't jumped over there as well but that those two would headline that no problem uh then we move forward we have cody rhodes versus damian priest in uh let's keep cody busy until he finishes <laughs> the story match uh but this is good i i like i like priest a lot and i'm i'm kind of looking forward to if and when he eventually does cash in because he's, I think that uh, the match with Bad Bunny earlier in the year definitely elevated him in a lot of people's eyes. And he looks the part. Judgment Day are one of the most popular factions at the moment. They're playing mostly with him about putting doubt in his head where you could see him potentially leaving the group at one point. But now you've got the two titles. I definitely see a a world title run down the line with him but yeah i thought these two had a pretty fun match yeah it was it was probably one of the shorter ones on the show with cody beating him with like three of the i like his super finisher the three crossroads three in a row. The, yeah it's become his kind of thing but 
Uh, yeah, I like Priest. I've been following him for so long. I can't wait till he is given the the title. I, I'm sure he'll he'll have a little run with it. I can't see him cashing in and not getting the title. Like a failed cash in attempt would be pretty uh, lame. So mm. I, I I like him, and there's definitely a lot more stories to tell with him uh, down the line with with him and Judgment Day. But Cody, what's he going to be doing until? Like, are we are we going back to the Rumble? Is he going to be feuding with? With these I imagine again, he'll like, be that they, they confirmed War Games is happening at Survivor Series, didn't they? War so games. I assume he'll be in a War Games team. Like this is the the match that his dad created, and he's yeah. never been in one of these matches. You know he wants yeah. to get in those two yeah. rings. Uh, he's got to be like team captain for whatever match that is, and then then it's basically kind of Rumble season, isn't it? So that's his story. I th- I think you can tied him over until april when he's, he's losing he's such to a, yeah again. he's still such a big draw there's still some matches you could throw there's you could put him in a little mini feud and to, to keep him busy and stuff but for survivor series they're definitely keeping him with the judgment day guys to feud with because i'm sure that's the the war games match what, what i love is whenever it's like his entrance or like say chris jericho with judas and it, it cuts to the crowd singing they always cut to someone who is singing but doesn't know the words. It's like Whoa. adrenaline in my soul. La dee da. Yeah. Hey, but that song's over in, in Saudi. Number one yeah. downstate song in Saudi Arabia. In Saudi Arabia, yeah. <laughs> and then we had the main event Roman Reigns defending the undisputed WWE Universal Championship against LA Knight. All right, um, so without watching this match, I can tell you that Roman Reigns wins with outside interference. Yes. yes. And that's what happens in this match. Spoilers, uh, but that's what happens. Uh, I actually thought this did a whole lot of good for LA Knight, man. Like he came out, he was already, he's already a superstar at this point. It's so happy to see that for this guy uh, watching his career. But like he's so over the reactions he gets from doing every little thing is loud. People are so invested into this guy and he, he was beating up Roman for a majority of this match. He was hitting like he had Roman up for that power slam pretty early in the match that the pop up into the power slam, yeah. like it was nothing dude. And Roman's a big dog. So like really thought that was impressive. Some of the moves were good. And then it got to the Roman part where Roman's just like headlock you know, talking to the crowd. It's like the classic Romans just doing Roman stuff. He's never one of my favorite in-ring workers, but I got to give him credit of like knowing how to get crowd reactions and uh, him mocking LA Knight doing the pose thing and like mm. doing like a Robert De Niro face. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I was laughing really hard at that. Like, oh my God, I need to see you get beat up. But uh, in the end, it was outside interference with the whole bloodline getting involved and of course uh the the numbers game and la Knight got screwed but it took a spear to, through the the guardrail which guys Beautiful i watch thing. wrestling like I, can we not like not stand there yeah. <laughs> you know it's not safe he does this move on everyone in every match why would you stand right near the bellkeeper uh, i don't know timekeeper but uh then the, the other spear and that was what what put him down so i don't yeah. i don't think this hurts LA night, but no. I do have questions of like, what do you do with him kind of going forward? But I thought this was, this was great. And it kind of shows that he could, he could hang with the main event scene. Like if not, he was the one doing more of the work in this match. You know, I, I was pleasantly surprised with this match because we, we know the Roman formula and they're often quite 
plodding matches. It's I, the same thing. I yeah, really dislike that Jey Uso match um, like at SummerSlam. Yeah. But considering this is two kind of five moves of Doom style wrestlers, I thought they worked such a better pace. Um, I know... I know LA Knight gets the Rock and Austin comparisons, but him starting the match like a Rock Austin match where it's just go for the punches immediately rather than lock up, headlock, talk to the crowd. I thought it worked such a better pace. I thought um, he got a hell of a lot in. He's so over as well where this crowd were just eating up on everything. I I think this was actually one of Roman's better title defenses in his three and a bit year run. I I. Really enjoyed it, and I think LA Knight is. Look, he's not the most spectacular wrestler in the world, but I, I think he's better than people make out he is. I don't think he is just a promo, as you mentioned. Like that, that pop up into the power slam when a big dude is impressive. His his Kurt Angle like leap to the top rope for yeah, the superplex yeah. is impressive. Um, and if he can combine like some some you know exciting moves with with his popularity, um, I'd kind of like to see. Going into Survivor Series, we know we have the War Games, but I think a traditional Survivor Series match would work too, like to maybe kick off the show. And I think sure. maybe a, a Team LA Knight, like him being a, a team captain facing whoever, could could keep him busy. And then, again, he's someone who has a story to tell going into the Royal Rumble. Um, and then, yeah, and then it's Mania season where, as I said earlier, I think Logan Paul kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, I was, I actually really quite enjoyed this match more than I thought I would and kind of rounded off a pretty solid pay-per-view for me. Yeah. Uh, crown Royal was, uh, pretty decent. I didn't, I didn't like hate anything on this show. Uh, and it definitely like, it it was kind of the safe show. You kind of figured where some of the outcomes of this were going to go and, and, and vice versa, but I, I still enjoyed it. Uh, match the night may have been the Seth and Drew match, but I, as much as I knew where it was going and so paint by numbers, I did enjoy LA Knight and Roman Reigns as well. But and the highlight... a year ago, he was doing Max Dupree, and now he's oh wow main, main yeah. event in going for the title. Like it's pretty this crazy. guy deserves it. He's been around for such a long time, and he's yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of cool to see him like get over and now a different kind of WWE than we're than we were in a year or two years ago where they're listening to the crowd and, oh, this guy's popular. Let's go with it. Sami Zayn's popular right now. Let's go with it. Yeah. Um, they're, they're doing a good job, I think. I mean, he's got to be one of their biggest stars and merch movers and, and everything. And everyone's been saying the yeah thing. Like, it's caught on, like, so quickly and, like, so good for him. And I, I know one day he will be champion if by this by the way things are going this way. But I'm sure he's got a bit of a gripe against Roman and the bloodline after – this loss as everyone seems to do. So I imagine war games is like a bloodline type judgment day. I'm not really sure, but something like that, but I wouldn't mind a a classic survivor series match on the show as well. Uh, As long as there's like stakes involved, like what, why, what is, what does it mean? And team names. We need team team names. What team LA night. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, no, it's, uh, it'll be the LA Knights, won't it? The LA Knights. Yeah. There you go. The Knights of LA. (laughs) Yeah, wasn't wasn't that uh, Sean Michaels? Way's f- favorite team was yeah the Knights of the Knights of something yeah the Knights yeah. of Sean Michaels uh, the Knights of L A will be his uh, his 
team name, but yeah, uh, I, I think he'll have a big WrestleMania marquee uh, match. And Logan Paul, you know, the more you say that, maybe that makes sense. Like, I would love to hear LA Knight rip on Prime. So mm. then we move on to uh, AEW. In is it unfair to say this might be the worst week in the history of this company? Uh, why? What happened to them? I just thought it was terrible. I just thought this oh. week was so lackluster. I don't think that means it was the worst. No, week of no, their... they've had worse weeks. To be fair, with they've had a lot of worse weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, I did not enjoy AEW this week, and I think uh, maybe let's start with uh, the TK's big announcement, the huge announcement. Yeah, huge announcement. This is so fucking huge that it's going to change the core of AEW. To the core. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the announcement was tickets are going on sale for an event that most of you watching this won't be going to. So. Yep. Like, do you do you feel this was a backup? Like, do you think there was another announcement he was hoping to make? And then, because we've heard know. that before. I think when he, was it when he announced ROH, he, he said something like, well, I, I had something else if that was going to fall through I was, that I was going to announce. It it just felt like this was the cheapest. He's done this before, though. He's, He's done he it. did this before with Jay White. Remember, there was something that was happening, and then it was all of a sudden, oh, and Jay White's here. That was the that was the surprise, and he was just, like, standing there. It was like, what? That's not really... And then later on, he said in, like, some interviews, like, actually, that was my, like, last minute, like, oh, I owed them yeah. something, so I had to call Jay White. That's and right. Like, yeah, that's it's like, what? Why would you do that? That's so weird. Uh, so you think this was a backup announcement? I don't think that. I think he was just... Well, people are still excited. like, like whenever they're saying about this, uh, an announcement, everyone's going to the potential HBO Max streaming, whatever. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, whether something there has fallen through. I know I, I read, I think it was Fightful put out that kind of, um, kind of uh, AEW's deal is kind of dependent on maybe where Raw and SmackDown land and the nba lands and that all that kind of stuff so everything's kind of contingent on each other um whether yeah something fell through there it just this this was the weakest announcement okay like oh yeah jay, jay white might have not blown the way the world away i remember when he hyped up the announcement and christian cage came in and people were like oh okay like christian whatever it was still bigger than this like a ticket sale thing is something you have shivani say yeah during so a bizarre. match at 9 30 you know and, and 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 this is this is from two of us who are like thinking about going so this yeah. would impact us this does make me go oh shit do i have to get tickets no i was so like what that's what you teased up why did you use the word huge huge announcement that is not it so like instantly gave a reason for people to crap on you i know your your ratings are, are hurting so you're trying to get like oh what's he gonna say like TNA used to do this so often, like every week they'd be like, oh shit, who's under the mask? Who attacked who? who do, who's coming in? And like, this seems like they're trying to do the same thing. But when you're promoting like an announcement of ticket sales for a show that is in nine months, nine 10 months, months? 10, mu 10 months away. Yeah. 10 months away. So like the, the tickets are going on sale in a month. Like, Okay. But what does that have? To, what? What? That's just not a huge announcement. So it's just, yeah. Uh, 
I think if he didn't say anything and they just said that, I think it would have gotten a more positive reaction. Like, oh, shit, tickets are on sale. I oh, had shit. a good time maybe last time. But, yeah. yeah, maybe yeah. I will go. Fuck, all right, it, cool. I think this is actually damaging because it, it puts big, like, ill will, I think. It's, it's the boy who cried wolf, really. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Like, huge you, announcement. Huge announcement. You might huge be, announcement. you know, sometimes someone that dvrs this show and watches it off the fact but then you're like oh i need to know what this announcement is i don't want to be spoiled i'll i'll stay at home and i'll go out after or or whatever like and then you see that you go, oh fuck this guy like yeah it's really bizarre I, again i love we, we we are really high on this company and we spend money to go to these shows and buy tickets and 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 everything but i just thought it was so bizarre just just weird uh, that you would try to get viewers on your show by saying you have a huge announcement and it's that the show in the end of August in a completely different country is going on sale in a month. Well, there was another huge show announcement or should I say big show announcement? Well, gonna and... take my course to the old town road. Oh, wait, that's a different song. It does no, sound the same, no, it's though. Not. It's the same song. <laughs> uh, well, big show Paul White uh, teaming with Jericho and, and Kenny. <laughs> the, the golden, the golden white jets, the white golden, gold jets, the white the gold golden white jets, jets, the, golden the white big jets. golden jets. I don't know. Uh, I mean, okay, so a lot to unpack here. Where do we start is there, with? Is there? <laughs> it, do we start with? Uh, okay, so Big Show, Jericho Show is back. Uh, hmm. Do Big Show and Kota Ibushi do double team? Is, is Kota Ibushi gonna moonsault off of Big Show? That's the question that came to my head. Uh, why is another question that. Came came into my head but the the big one the big question that right away struck me when big show paul white came out there no more bs was bro what the fuck is going on with your knees <laughs> this guy walked out like the bionic man like can someone lift the, the left one all right all right stand there you're telling me this guy's gonna wrestle this guy couldn't even walk out on the no, stage he's, he's gonna throw a punch isn't he? That that's he, gonna be can he even wind that's, back? Like, look, yeah. I love I love me some big show through the years. He's he's a wrestling staple, but like this was this was so strange. And I know that he teased it a few weeks ago. Cool, but like, are we doing this just to have the visual of like Will Hobbs power slamming him, or like I said, Coda jumping off him, or like what what could he physically do? Because he could barely walk out there. He looks yeah. like he's got like a robotic lower half of his body and and mm. bless this guy you know he's he's seven feet he's huge he's done years of entertaining us by jumping off stuff and busting up his knees but like do you really need to be getting in the ring is that something we need to see and of course the the online community the people like us podcasters and wrestling people we're all saying that but is there like a community of fans out there who are like oh fuck yeah big show i can't wait to watch this like part of me doesn't think that there is so i i as much as I love this guy, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't see where any, anyone would be like, oh, fuck, they have the big show? I got to watch this. To, to be fair, this, is, uh, this isn't full gear, is it? This is dynamite in a couple of weeks. Right, okay, in so a few weeks, yeah. I, I forgive them a little bit for that, but I just feel off the back of, you know, so Ric Flair coming in last week. And it just, this company that was built on these indie stars that weren't really 
WWE built and wanted to create something new and fresh. And then you had your select legends. You had your Jericho, you had your Sting. And a little later, you had your your Christian and Brian Danielson come in, but still mixing with these these kids. It's getting further and further away from that now. And it's, look, I, I remember going to, uh, what, like WrestleMania, um, WrestleMania 30, I think, when the, the authority were running wild and everyone back then in 2014 were going, why, why are Kane and Big Show being given so much? Why are they, why are they like killing the likes of Dolph Ziggler and these people we want to see and get behind? And then it's 10 years later and he, as I was going to say walk out, but as you said, can <laughs> barely did. walk out. And I, people like Big Show, but it's it's not like, wow, we're going to see a Big Show match. I'm I'm not excited for this match. I'm not overly excited about he better do a moonsault anymore. Uh, he, well, maybe that uh, top, top rope drop kick he did at Halloween Havoc 1998, you know? He'll do a moonsault. He'll bust out the old moonsault. Okay. He used to do it. And he'll, he'll do him, Coda, and Kenny will do the, the Golden Lovers like moonsault the, the, combination. You can't escape tri- moonsault <laughs> combo thing. Yeah. Oh, man, uh, so I don't know. I like... think perception is a lot. And I, I don't think it, it helps when you've got like just so many of these, these old WWE guys now. It's, it it seems like this this show right now is just full of you know bad comedy and and old guys and yeah you still you still get some good matches i thought orange and claudio had a had a great match kicking off yeah. the show this week there's still really good stuff i the pay-per-views are still excellent and well well worth my money like i i don't begrudge paying for the pay-per-views at all but it definitely feels that they're running out of ideas a bit like Tony Khan got through his his like three year worth of phase. fantasy booking that he's had since he was a kid, and now he's oh, what do I do? Uh, huge announcement and and Big bring show. back an old guy. Big Show coming out like Inspector Gadget, like half man, half robot with yeah. like these these giant tree trunk robot legs. I'm like, man, are you okay? Should you be out here? Like, I don't think. I guess he'll get beat up and the other guys get the the win yet again. But yeah, very, very strange. Uh, Big Show and Kota Ibushi teaming up. Who'd have thought it? (laughs) Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, me. What else did we have? Uh, So Dynamite, the main story was just MJF looking for for friends to team up in the main event. Again, like, look, the AEW still does a good job of treating their young stars, MJF being the biggest one possible, like the homegrown AEW talent being him. And they did a good job of, like, the story through the show. It felt very WWE attitude era where, like, you know, The Rock needs someone and Mankind is like, oh, but I'm your friend. And The Rock doesn't want anything to do with him. But then at the end, he's like, all right, I, I'll I'll team with you. And definitely felt that way with, with the acclaimed kind of like, hey, we'll be your friends and then finally coming out with the pink, uh, 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 what do you call it? The pink towel, no, scarf. Yeah, I was I was dying laughing at that. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, him losing in the final stretch was it also a little good wrinkle to that story yeah. where it's like, well, the acclaimed actually helped you, but it was you that lost at the end. So yeah. he can't necessarily be like upset at them. Um, but I, I've been loving the MJF story. I loved the match with Kenny a week ago. Oh yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm just wondering what's going on because it's like I'm pretty sure this guy's signed 
the the whole bidding war thing has kind of been dropped because he's quietly signed like months and months and months ago that he's staying on mm-hmm. to AW for at least a few more years. But this week they've announced Garcia versus MJF one on one, which is amazing. Garcia should have been the one Kenny and Jericho got instead of Big Show in <laughs> in, in that feud. That that's definitely where I thought that was going. Um, but instead they're giving MJF another title defense on TV against someone who I think is amazing, who they've done nothing with, but it's just kind of strange because we have a pay-per-view where you have a title match with Jay White. And it's just, I don't know, something's definitely not like clicking maybe the way they think it should be, but they're still putting on some good stuff. Don't get me wrong, but lately, especially this week was definitely one of my least favorite dynamites to date. Not the worst one. I still think you were at the worst one. (laughs) That one you were at in like, Rochester, fuck nowhere. Yeah, Rochester. That one definitely was a stinker. And I, I, when it comes to like worst dynamites, that one still comes to mind. So this week, yeah, it wasn't maybe everyone's cup of tea, but there still was some glimmers of stuff. Orange and Claudio, like you said, was really good. Uh, yeah, this week not so much. Have you heard the uh, kind of rumor going around about who might be the devil? Yeah, it's CM Punk, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be CM Punk. So Britt Baker is in like a, a Doja Cat video or something, and she's yeah. doing the, the devil horns. Yeah, I mean the song is called Paint the Town Red, and it refers to like Doja Cat being a bit of a bit of a demon. And right. uh wrestling fans, of course, love to reach and not for deodorant, but they love to reach. And uh they're definitely picking apart this music video collab but tell me this didn't air on dynamite right no the video yeah so i actually haven't seen it i've been seeing the images i'm like okay wait did they actually do this on tv or something so like if doja cat was announced for dynamite their ratings would definitely go up but instead they've announced big show so (laughs) definitely they're they're definitely not i'm really confused to be honest i don't hate the idea like her tie with Adam Cole and she's kind of been off TV for a while. It's as good a theory as anything going on right now. But uh, as I said, I'm not really into this devil story anyway, because there hasn't really been any like, you know, Jay White's absolutely fine. (laughs) Yeah. And he still has the title and he has the title. Card blades. Great though. Love me some card. Oh yeah. Switchboard. Yeah. Um, And then did you catch collision this week? I actually did not know. I I thought it didn't look too too good. Honestly, nothing really happened. We uh we set up um Keith Lee versus Samoa Joe for Wednesday for the ROH TV title. Okay. Uh, Joe Joe now officially the uh longest reigning uh TV champion in ROH history. Um and him wow. versus Keith Lee could be could be pretty good, but I Keith Lee is is very cold for me. Like he he came over from WWE and, you know, oh, I was treated badly there and stuff. And I can't say he's lit the world on fire here. He's in a tag team with Dustin Rhodes. And God bless Dustin. I, I think he's great. But, you know, it's 2023. Um, I think yeah. this match could be good. Um, I wonder if now Joe's got that record and he's got the story with um, with uh, MJF, like wanting to be his bodyguard, eventually wanting that kind of title match again whether he needs the TV title anymore and whether it gives Keith Lee a bit of a shot in the arm and move him to ROH more. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I think this match sounds great. I think Dynamite looks pretty good next week. I think he's Tony's definitely realized some of the mistakes from last week. So we got MJF versus Daniel Garcia for the AEW World Title. Obviously, that Which will be bang. awesome. I think. Yeah. yeah uh, we got Mark Briscoe taking on Jay White. Uh, interesting. That Another guy good, for Jay yeah. White to. Yeah, to beat up. Uh, like you said, Joe and Keith Lee for the ROH TV title. We got Swerve versus Penta, which definitely has nice. my attention. Um, and then Red Velvet and Julia Hart. Red Velvet. Red Velvet's up. back. Yeah. Red Velvet is back, baby. So that is a dynamite definitely to to watch. And then what? There's still one more week after that before full gear. So yeah. I will yeah. say there was something I did enjoy. The, the beginning of Collision, uh, you had like, Swerve backstage with Nana cutting his promo and then AR Fox attacked him. And as the like Elton John songs playing and the fireworks going off, like AR Fox is just throwing him down the ramp. So they're like brawling down the ramp with just the pyro going off. Yeah. It was a pretty fun way to open the show, but really not much like they're they're building up, you know, it's kind of the FTR Ricky Starks show uh at the moment. And uh the main event was was fine there with with LFI and stuff, but it it really this was a very skippable collision. And for me, the big news was just the announcements for for Dynamite coming up. Yeah, uh, I did not check out Collision. I definitely, I I would have. I mean, last week I did because of the the big announcement uh, match announcement. But this week definitely didn't have anything that really wanted me to to tune in and and give it some time. There was other wrestling that I I wanted to check out. Uh, Will say, I see someone in the chat right now. Shout out Jacob, who's like, hey, did you guys watch Rampage? Where there was a match that if you put this match on Dynamite, I think you would have had a lot more eyes on, which was basically the triple threat Lucha dream match of what, Commander and uh, was it Vikingo and Ray Phoenix, I think, okay. in a match? Like, that's pretty, pretty crazy. I, so I they feel were doing that's some what stuff. Rampage is. It's just Rampage book wacky matches with no no real backstory and just like, I think that sounds more, more fun show just an hour in, ah, just pick this, this match. Kind of like when they did the, you know, though that like YouTube special where it was just Suzuki Danielson, just throw it on a rampage. And it was, it was Penta. Sorry. That was, it was in the triple threat. And like some of the the stuff coming out of that match was just incredible. Like some of the, the back and forth stuff, but uh, yeah. Uh, Rampage is something I haven't watched in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how long that show actually, uh, like stays afloat with, cause looking at collision this week, I could not tell the differences apart. Like there's nothing on either show that definitely I wanted to watch. And like Saturday night, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't watching. And then today I, I don't like collision can definitely oh. be the show that once, you, once, once Sunday passes, you don't ever want to go back to, to, to fill it in. Like I, I am a completist mm-hmm. of sorts, but not when it comes to some of the shows uh, that that <laughs> these wrestling shows keep putting out because they're very repetitive and some of the matches also, I don't really care about. We also had Jake Roberts. Uh, he's now going to be managing uh, Dutch and Vincent along with Lance Archer. So that oh, seems to be a unit now. So I, I do have to go back and rewatch. Yeah, you have to go back and watch that. Uh, um, uh, another big thing. Sorry to cut you yeah, off. A, a, a big, a big thing coming out of this week, I'd say of AEW wasn't necessarily the TV. Uh, we can briefly say that obviously edge Adam Copeland is the partner of sting and Darby Allen for the pay-per-view, which sounds great edge and sting and Darby versus Christian Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. 
yeah, okay, that's pretty great. Um, Sting and, and prolonged until up. we get to that singles match, I guess. But exactly, wrong? yeah. And you know these guys like Christian in TNA going off with Sting. They were doing some crazy shit, and you know Edge was watching years ago. Like I could jump off ladders, I could jump through tables. Yeah. So now we're gonna get to see Edge with the cuffs off, being a bit silly and creative with some of the hardcore wrestling. I know he's been itching to do because never forget he speared Mick Foley through a fire table, and you know. We're getting fire in AEW when it comes to Edge. So I am oh, yeah. I am looking forward to that match. But I'd say the bigger story coming out this week wasn't on Dynamite, but everyone talking about AEW signing their newest young and up-and-coming superstar to a multi-year deal, Ric Flair. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, not even, hey, Rick's going to come – and ride for a few months on Sting's retirement. That's cool. That's great. But now we've signed him for multiple years and we're going to sell his energy drink. It's going to be our main energy drink of AEW, the Woo Energy. Jeez. Sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I said, like, I I don't feel comfortable watching Ric Flair on TV anymore. Is it because you think he's going to die? Kind of. Kind Live of. on television. It, right? I feel like he's going to break down in tears whenever he walks yeah. out. Uh, I I worry about what he's going to say. Um, and I worry about him dying. Um, and I don't put it past TK booking him in a match either. <laughs> so I, I, think, well, I think it was nice like having the moment him and Sting. Uh, I think him going out there for Sting's final match will be cool. Like, that's great. Um I think your money could maybe be best used elsewhere. Uh, yeah, it's like okay, what are you what are you going to gain out of this? Are you going to gain most of the wrestling fans who don't really a know about some of the stuff Ric Flair has been accused of or b don't really care anymore and it's like, yeah, it's Ric Flair, he's going to die soon, whatever. I, there's definitely like a, a bunch of fans that are really against this, obviously for someone like Ric Flair who is known for like saying bad things and uh, being accused of bad things. And there's definitely that. And I think if you, if you told me last week, I think my opinion last week was like, yeah, it's Sting's going to retire in a few months, having Rick show up once or twice to like really cap off their careers. That's cool. That could be special. But now you're telling me, no, 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 this guy's like signed. We're going to use this guy in everything. He's going to be in our video games. He's going to be, if they make another one, he's going to be in our, you know, our show every week. We're going to have his energy. Like you're telling me now this guy has fleeced you for money. Like this guy has done this to a lot of other people. And now you're saying TK, you're just another one of those. Did he get divorced again recently? Like is that what's going on? (laughs) It's just like, even me last week, I literally said on a show, like I'm okay with Ric Flair being here in AEW. You, that was last week. Now, now this guy signed on for like what five years? Is this guy going to even like, live? Is that for five years? Respectfully, yeah. Is that is that like, a decent what? investment? Like, so, like, is it worth pissing off a lot of your other fans who are now right away like writing AEW off? Like, oh wow, you you you've just become another like wrestling company. Like, look at TK who who you know uses his Twitter fingers to go off on Vince McMahon this and this and this. It's like, yeah, well. Ric Flair isn't necessarily uh, a clean rap sheet to bring in here. So it's, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. And uh, I just don't see what actual value Ric Flair could be. Cause I, 
I said earlier about Big Show. It's like, are there fans out there who, you know, don't use social media or Twitter and just go, fuck yeah, I love wrestling. I'm going to go to this. Oh, Big Show's on the card? Cool. That that wouldn't make me go, oh, I have to buy a ticket. But I know a lot of people who would be like, oh, it's Ric Flair. Okay, I know him. Yeah, I'll buy a ticket to the show. He's going to be on it. Is he wrestling? No, but he's on it. Oh, okay, cool. They probably don't know Ric Flair beyond that. They probably haven't watched Dark Side of the Ring. They don't go on social media or read websites and and stuff so it's like there is that could bring in people but like is it worth pissing off other people like the real hardcore fans so it's a definitely like a catch-22 and again very interesting move from tk and i honestly don't know if that will pay off for him in the way i think it will because you pissed you pissed a lot of people off so and you will continue to and like you said this is week in one weekend and it's like this guy with a live mic can be very 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 uncomfortable he, he he could die on tv he could cry on tv he could say something he could bring charlotte in things could get real bad <laughs> for aw <laughs> he could bring charlotte to aw yeah. and then we're done we're cooked baby it's tna um before we move away from aw there was one other thing that was kind of a little confusing to me um like I want to preface with this. I don't really care about ROH, especially trios titles, but uh, Young Bucks and Hangman dropping the titles just seemed a little odd this close to final battle because I assumed these guys were strapped up to kind of be a bit of a draw for the, the ROH pay-per-view coming up next month. And perhaps we'll get the uh, the rematch at that pay-per-view, but or maybe it could just be they're moving on to other things. I don't know, but that was... I guess newsworthy from Dynamite. Yeah, uh, I still don't know their names, but they're tag champions now. So I guess I should give them the respect and learn them. But the Gates of uh, Agony are the, yeah. the trio's champions. Yeah, kind of weird, but I guess goes with the storyline that Hangman was so flustered by by Nana and Swerve and stuff, which ended mm-hmm. up him costing like that. Whatever, I guess. But yeah, kind of interesting if they still want people to care about these ROH pay per views, which must be really hard and difficult. But as much as people are ragging on TK and his ROH stuff, like by the numbers, I think ROH is doing better than it's ever done. Yeah. So so really like it looks bad when there's like a huge 10K arena that's only with like three. But like we've all been to ROH shows before. There was never 3K people at those shows. So like, you know, you got to look at it with two sides of the coin. But but yeah. Yep. Uh, well, uh, we had New Japan Power Struggle this week and uh, kind of newsworthy as well. We had a, a killer main event between uh, Will Ospreay and Shota Umino oh. for the New Japan US slash UK Championship. Slash IC. Slash, Which, yeah. Whatever, to be a new title down the road. But uh, yeah. yeah, I know you you caught this and was singing this match's praises. Oh man! I mean, uh, the the promo that Osprey cut before this match last week was was fantastic. I, Osprey definitely underrated promo this year. I've been loving uh, his his promo work, but he said, uh, "I'm not sure. I, I it's safe for me to leave New Japan in the hands of you. You're not ready, sh- Shooter. You're not the guy. You're not like no, they don't have no one here." I love how he just turned it on Shooter. He's saying about like, like the other kind of, of uh, like young guys, like uh, yeah, what Yoda Suji and have had such more of a connection with this crowd than you have and all that sort of stuff. 
Yeah, and I thought that was was great. And this definitely brought out the like killer Death Rider inspired instinct of of Shoda, um, which I, it must be really awkward to have uh, your dad refereeing the match. That's a conflict of interest, right? Right. You know, you I love red you shoes, but have I have that in any other eyebrow sport, raising. Right? Yeah, yeah, eyebrow raising. There, you know, I love red shoes. I don't care about any of the criticism anyone ever has to say about red shoes. You can all get fucked, but. Why is he refereeing your kids' match? Like, that's that's definitely like you're going to cheat to to win. And yeah. if, if if it was me, I would definitely in the future use that as a like storyline or or something possibly. But yeah, his own dad refereeing. Shout out Red Shoes. I love Shooter Man. I think he he got some new fans when he showed up at the Forbidden Door last year, and some people were like, "Wait, who is this guy?" And then it's it's like, "Oh, that's the young boy Moxley had," and this and that, and like, look where he's kind of. Coming now to me, he looks like he's a like uh, he dresses like he's Tanahashi, but he's definitely wrestling like his own man now. And I've been loving the kind of uh, run he's been doing. And this was the match that definitely made him a man because him and Osprey were just killing each other. I think he went longer. He la- the, the story is he lasted longer than uh, Kenny, than Okada, than Zack Saber Jr. Like Osprey barely beat him is the storyline of of this kind of feud and. Even after the match of Osprey beating him, they had a respect angle where they both were like holding each other's hands, like, and Osprey's pretty much like, yeah, actually, you, you will run with New Japan. You will be, they will be okay with you because you, you can hold your own. But it was a, a killer match. They were beating the shit out of each other. There's some crazy counters. Shota definitely stepped up, and I would say is the better up and coming star than than even their fucking world champion right now in new japan so uh he definitely is a a future star for them and i think will take them into the next world but the real question is like what happens with osprey which we can get into but after the match it was uh moxley who was ringside because of the whole shooter thing that after the match it was mox and osprey gonna have a bit of a face-to-face when they both are attacked and beaten up by David Finley, who then takes a giant Smash Bros hammer to both the titles and says that, uh, you know, screw you both. And now it's a triple threat match at mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom. Osprey, Moxley, and Finley for what seems to be a new title, which could possibly just be the new IC title without having the yeah. UK or US or whatever. So... Kind of a weird move, considering I think Moxley and Osprey one on one at the dome already with the other stuff announced is crazy. And then you've just inserted fucking David Finley into yeah, it. who they're really trying to get over in New <laughs> Japan. Like I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I much prefer the, the singles match here, but maybe it's it's a bit of a political thing. You know, Mox isn't signed with New Japan. He's a AEW talent. Osprey might be on the way out as well. So, and especially, so he's going to stack him and pin him just like Roman did to Edge and I guess, I guess and so. Brian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure still like these, like Finley, like he's not really my cup of tea. He's still a good wrestler. And I think Osprey and Marks are known to bring the best out of people as well. So I think the, the match should be pretty good. I'm sure with Mox being in there, there'll be some crazy stuff. Um, Oh, yeah, I got to I, 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 I gotta sing the praises of uh, of Moxley versus Great Ocon from this show as well. Okay. I was 
definitely going to skip it until a few of us, including Dickie Bird in our chats, was like, no, 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 watch this. So I, I did quickly throw it on today. And it starts with them brawling. The ref is like counting them out, counts them out. They continue to brawl and then Mox, they get pulled apart. And then Moxley grabs a mic. And he, as he says, give me a fucking mic. Uh, they give him one and he goes, nah, I'm here for a fight. So we're going to have a match. And since we're fighting everywhere, no falls count anywhere. So the match starts and then they never get back in the ring and they fight all around the crowd into like the, the like areas yeah. and they murder each other. But the real story comes the most heinous thing. I saw John Moxley stick skewers in his head, and I thought, this is a fucking mad cunt. But then Moxley pulls out scissors and cuts off Great Ocon's braid. No! In the middle of the match, which then causes Great Ocon to go insane, and then they, they just murdered each other. This is one of one of the like highlights of New Japan for me. I, I love the main event. It didn't touch that, but I really loved this, where they were just killing each other so part of me is like why wouldn't great Ocon join in on like david finley's kind of thing here so it is a little weird with the 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 rankings order of who and who in new japan but i i thoroughly enjoyed some of the stuff i watched on power struggle show so good stuff and wrestle kingdom's like looking pretty stacked yeah so we also had the announcement uh Brian danielson sending in a video from the from the desert again uh <laughs> wearing it Wearing an eye patch, um, an eye patch, and saying like, "Yeah, I've I've beaten you twice, but you've broken my bones twice, and uh, I want you at Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo Dome, and I'm gonna break your bones so you'll never be able to hit the Rainmaker again." Damn, um, like that that match. I I think we were hoping and assuming this was gonna happen. Uh, it's now confirmed official. Um, it's Brian's going to be out for a little bit with this injury, but should be fine by January, whether it's might be wearing a face mask or something to protect. We've seen in the past with wrestlers, but yeah, uh, I think the story here is, is great. And then news coming out that Danielson, it wasn't even in the match last Wednesday where he got injured, but it was the match against Andrade. Andrade and it was actually the initial lockup uh, that, and oh. Aaron Elbow broke his orbital bone. Oh, um, so wrestled that whole match with a broken orbital bone and then worked on Wednesday. Uh, like, Danielson is nuts. Insane. I do feel Dude. a bit bad for Andrade. Like, Okada's taking the credit for yeah. like, this this injury. But Andrade is like, what am I? Well, Chuck I did cheese. that. That was me. Um, that was me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the story's there. I loved okada like you know mocking danielson that broke him again um it's it kind of in a way reminds me of uh you know undertaker triple h hell in a cell where the build for that was undertaker won the no holds barred match but triple h walked out of that and undertaker was stretched out and it's kind of the same here like yeah danielson technically now has has two wins um but Okada's broken him both times. And oh, yeah. with this being the second match, there's always room for a, a rubber match down the line as well. But uh, yeah, this, this definitely has my attention. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I love all the things going on in wrestling right now. Wrestling's super hot. We got all these different companies. But Danielson and Okada, yeah, the big boys are wrestling soon. This is This is the serious shit. And the rematch definitely will deliver. We were at Forbidden Door 2. 
when these two main evented and it's crazy to think Brian got his arm broken and still wrestled the part of this video where he's, yeah, he's got the eye patch, but when it shows the scar yeah, like, zo- zoomed in on the scar on his arm, I felt that when he's like, yo, you, I beat you, but you hurt me. So I, I'm the one who wants revenge and it makes for such a simple story and I cannot wait. I'm so jealous of anyone going to this wrestle kingdom show this year because it's, it's looking like a pretty stacked show and not because of Sonata, but like this, this match will, they're going to, they're going to murder. Someone will get another broken bone in this match. Like you have to predict that someone's getting hurt. Yeah. Strange. We're not getting Kenny Osprey three. Are we you not? Know? Oh, right. Cause oh, Osprey has been announced that triple threat. So the fact that we didn't get it at Wembley, I think a lot of people were assuming we're getting it at Tokyo dome, but we're oh. not. So oh, I yeah. wonder if Kenny's going to be on this show at all or, if he is, who who do you have him face? Yeah, very interesting. I mean, okay, so Brian and Okada in the Tokyo Dome in Tokyo is is the main event. There's Sonata and, and Naito can't tell me mm. nothing because that is the match that people are going to be going absolutely crazy for. When was the last time Brian wrestled in Japan? You know, like the second they played the video, like they play it and then you got the crowd reaction of it. Mm. And then it cuts to Okada who goes, Brian, my answer is... Yes. <laughs> and mocking him again with the yes chant. Like the crowd are like, oh, fuck. Danielson's wrestling over here. So I think I feel like that's going to be a pretty big deal mm. for New Japan and already has my attention. But if we want to look at this card, uh, Sonata versus Naito for the IWGP world title. Honestly, Naito should beat him and let's move away from Sonata, please. He's so boring. Uh, Okada and Danielson, like I mentioned, we got the... Uh, Hiromu Takahashi taking on El Despi. Yes, we've seen these guys wrestle before, but they have some incredible chemistry and giving them the the dome highlight feature here, I think is the best viable option for that junior division. So already I can tell you that match will be like incredible. So this mm. pay-per-view has my attention. And now you've added this three-way. But yeah, you're you're right. You've I, I completely forgot about that with Kenny yeah. and Osprey. Where does that leave him? I guess he's just not featured on this card uh at least not yet right like that's yeah that's nuts who else is there yeah in a match against Ishii, i mean like i don't know or or you know like a yoda suji you're one of those young guys you're Younger? really trying to shooter like shooter yeah i i mean i i think naito wins this title and then i think he drops it pretty much immediately at the next pay-per-view <laughs> and i think but i and i think he should drop it to one of these young guys oh um, and I okay. think Suji is the guy I think is the most complete at this point. And right. I can see them strapping the rocket to him. So maybe have Omega go in and, and you know, you can also have the Don Callis thing where he costs him and recruits someone else maybe to his thing. Uh, I don't know. but Or maybe he's just off the card. Yeah, maybe he's just like, no, nah, I'm going to sit this one out, which I, I do find bizarre. I, I figured we would be going to Osprey Kenny 3. Mm. Uh, in the near future, which means maybe we just hold off till we're back in Toronto again. Wembley or Toronto, I mean, it yeah. should be Wembley. It should be fucking Wembley. Yeah, it should it have should been be, at Wembley. Wembley main event. Fucking yeah. bastards. Uh, but yeah, uh, New Japan definitely is is picking up. I, I'm someone who definitely cherry picks and listens to uh, other people's like, hey, watch this match, and I, and I definitely check it out. But around this time, with having some crossovers, like just think. I, I I'm I'm getting excited because I, I think back to when AEW like first kicked off 
our first like proper year of AEW, and then the pandemic hit, and that mm-hmm. stopped like so much of of these big like dream matches and and things. So I'm happy that we're finally getting more Moxley in Japan, getting Danielson in Japan. So uh, I, I'm wondering if we get others. Do we get MJF wrestling over mm-hmm. in you know the Tokyo Dome? Great Ocon randomly referenced that. I don't think there's any merit to it, but like you could and be I- getting a, a few others. I do want to credit Tony Khan with this. Like as as negative as I've been on some of the stuff going on recently, we haven't had promoters book these big matches, you know, between these two companies. Like like I can you go back to like WCW with Great Muta coming over, but like WWE haven't done it and like Impact would do it, but they wouldn't use the guys correctly and it it wouldn't feel like main events where Tony Khan is the first person to really get into a room and be like, hey, Dan, we, we have Danielson. He's one of the best in the world. You have Okada. Let's make money. Let's do this. And I got to credit him for this because yeah. this should happen more in wrestling and it just doesn't. So um, definitely yeah. looking forward to this show. Um, last year, we, I, we stayed up for Osprey and Omega this year. I'm, I'm thinking some more people might be staying up for, for some of these matches. So uh Looking forward to it for sure. I know we've still got a lot of time, but this is, they treat it like a pretty big show. And uh, I get jelly. I want to go back to the the Tokyo Dome one day. But this this is looking like a pretty solid show. And there's only so far five matches announced, including this tag team match as well. So we'll uh, we'll see going forward. But definitely uh, looking forward to that. It looks crazy, and I love the visual of eye- wrestlers wearing eye patches. Yeah, it's like this one wasn't even like a pirate eye patch. This was like a bandage. Yeah. Like covering the photo you've you've got using for this show, it's like he looks like he's haggard. He's like he's like what Snake P- Pliskin, yeah, <laughs> or like a home a homeless Snake Pliskin in the desert, calling out this Japanese dude because he broke his face. I fucking love wrestling, and it's better than anything else other shit people watch. <laughs> it, in regards to like booking big matches, Job Nobly in the chat says Starcade nineteen ninety six says hi. I say hi, that was 27 years ago, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like it hasn't happened for so long. Um, did you see the uh, Twitter exchange between Osprey and Seth? Yes. So so what happened? It was uh, Will Osprey using the eye emojis to Seth retaining the WWE World Heavyweight title. And Seth replied, the water's warm over here. Yes. Come on, the water's warm. Jump in. I don't even know what that Do means, it. but I, I guess he's saying like, yeah, come on. It's like, yeah, come be here. It's, look, yeah. it's good. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. That's the big story is where is Osprey going to go? He seems like he's doing, he seems he's like he's doing that. Yeah. yeah. He seems like he's through, he's going through his hoe phase a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? He's got his whole roster and the roster is not the wrestlers in this. He's got his roster of, of WWE keeps calling him, but he just wants to be friends right now. He's got, AEW keep calling him. He doesn't know if he wants to commit. And just, all of this you know, drives his price up, right? And he's like the bachelor. And you know who and I I know you're gonna poo-poo this, but you know, a certain company is going through a bit of a rebrand, they're gonna book more prestigious venues. Like if they landed Osprey and Punk, like if they just shell out and do that, that is a shot in the arm. And especially at a point where people are lower on AEW as an alternative like that that could be good for them and become a viable number three 
I feel like you need a lot of money to, you to do that. And money. I don't, yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they have that. Uh, as much as I know, Osprey has been dabbling with TNA and he's been, uh, he's been saying, he cut this promo just this week saying like, Oh, I, I'm a TNA guy and this and that. And I just, I don't know. It sounds, it sounds he's like he's gassing. Too, isn't he? he's yeah. He's too. definitely gassing him up. We've all been there when yeah. you're like, Oh, this I'm, I like this. Well, you know, her her apartment's really nice, but you know, she's a really good cook. Uh, well, you know, that's he's he's being smart about it. He's being smart about it, and I mean, I think I personally would like to see him continue this kind of run he's doing here, where he's just allowed to really kind of do whatever he wants. He's got a little bit of freedom. He's in an open relationship where he's just able to wrestle anyone he wants. But when it comes time to settle down, you know, in three or four years. Five years when he he you know he's getting a little older, go to WWE, make yeah. that money. Main event oh, WrestleManias, yeah. he'll be he'll be killing it with Seth and and all these Curry. other guys over there. Yeah. That's not even like the biggest of dream matches, but some of them right now in in the world of wrestling, like he is the guy. Like this guy has more match of the year candidates this year than like wrestlers have their entire career. So he's been absolutely oh, killing it. Like killing it. just like so incredible to watch and. Uh, his match to watch today was just another one of them. I'm like, oh my god, this is easily one of the best matches of the year. But like, all the matches of the year are like him. Like, <laughs> all of them this year are going to be Osprey versus this person. Osprey versus like Kenny. It's it, like it's got to be one of the most incredible crazy. years in any wrestler's. It has to be. He's history. just been on like, this it's been insane ridiculous. run. Yeah. So where do you want to see Will Osprey? Will it be TNA wrestling? Uh, then finally, uh, some pretty funny news I saw at, uh, come out. Uh, we talked last week about NWA Power getting a deal with CW. Well, that looks like it might be out the window or changing. Maybe it's not going to be on broadcast TV, but move to the streaming app because at their Sarwin pay-per-view, uh, James Mitchell, Father James Mitchell, uh, was doing li- lines of cocaine with the other roster <laughs> on the stage. So this uh, was a part of the show. Fucking hilarious, yeah. Okay, uh, so I saw the video. Some, I saw the some big wigs at the CW. <laughs> so they thought it would be a funny idea to do a, a blow spot on the show. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah. This wasn't even like, oh, he got caught backstage. Someone took a photo of him. No, this was featured on the pay per view. So I, yeah. I went to a OTT show in Dublin once years ago Uh-oh. and they had um they had uh some of the cast of Father Ted, a an Irish sitcom about these oh, yeah. like priests and stuff. And one of the characters is known to do a lot of cocaine. And during one of the matches, uh a guy was just being beaten up and this, this vicar gets uh, like a bag, bag of white powder, and like smashes it in his face. And then he like does the whole whole cup spot and starts like like firing back up and wins the match. It was pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you'd get away with it on TV or not, but it was funny and worked within a wrestling context as a ridiculous. Right. This, this is just James Mitchell with a bunch of talent. Just yeah, I'm watching it right now. Coke. Yeah, he's, he's with like the like a bunch of women. I think, and then think he's it's just... like the you know when the APA are playing like poker in the back it's like one of them they're just snorting lines on the stage you know what though you know what i don't condone that uh personally but as just someone watching maybe 
maybe I got to give NWA a chance. <laughs> maybe I should be watching this more frequently. I watched uh, the first episode of The Wrestlers on Netflix just oh, last too, night. Actually. I was like, I watched it. Yesterday. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was watching. I went on this like Netflix documentary binge last night. To be honest, first I started watching the the Toronto episode of Catching Killers. It's a two parter featuring okay. the Church Street Killers uh, from a few years ago, which was uh, terrifying as a. Yeah, watching as a Torontonian, Davey, this is a freaky fucking episode. So definitely check that out. Oh, but then I was out, like, yeah. oh, I'm watching all these true crime. Let me watch something a bit lighthearted so I don't have nightmares about, you know, cannibalism or whatever. So I, uh, spoilers. But then, so then I watched uh, The Wrestlers and I watched the first episode and I thought it was really good. Uh, yeah, they, I, like, I'm about they, three they, in. I'm really enjoying it, actually. Okay, I got to catch up. I'll probably watch the rest tonight. So definitely some thoughts uh, maybe next Sunday when we do a show because... Uh, I, I'm I'm hearing a lot of like my non wrestling friends are telling me about it, and it was getting annoying. So I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta to watch exactly it because I'm the wrestling. The same. Yeah, I'm the wrestling who comes guy, right? The bar that knows that I like wrestling, they go, oh, you must have seen the wrestlers. And I'm like, no, I kind of know what it's up, but it's I think it's done really well. I I I've I've not even finished it, Davey, but I honestly hope that it it's caught on so much that next season they do it with a different company. And then the next season, they do it with like okay. WWE. Like, I want to see different stories with everyone because I, I've mentioned I, I love uh, Wow Women of Wrestling and mm. Hollywood Haley J, who's a big part of this documentary, is a character on on Wow that I watch. And now, like seeing this about her, I'm like way more in her corner than I would have if you just take a first glance at someone, right? Like it, you cut you kind of get that people's actual stories and 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 not just that character, but like they do a good job of explaining what wrestling is. And they do a good job of making Al Snow seem relevant again. So yeah. <laughs> got to give legend. him credit. We're, wrestling yeah. legend. Al Absolute Snow. wrestling legend. Al They've Snow. And it's done good for their business as well. I believe their like, stuff on fight is getting way more views than it was yeah. before this documentary was was on. So so good for them. But yeah, I, I'm actually quite enjoying it. I know we're a little, little behind the curve there. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, enjoying this one. Yeah, I'll definitely um, catch up on the rest of it for sure. Anything else before we we head off and enjoy our Sunday? Uh, I can't really think. I know AEW's uh, got full gear in a few weeks. Definitely looking forward to that. Um, WWE, what's next? Uh, Survivor Series right? yeah. on the 25th. So this month's pretty packed. Uh, like I said, any Toronto people out there, uh, get your tickets and come hang out with us for Survivor Series on the 25th at Gabby's. And, you know, while we're on the subject of Wrestle Kingdom, if there's any any Toronto area people that are interested in a watch along for Wrestle Kingdom live, maybe we could try to make some sort of thing happen. So if there's any interest from Toronto or GTA people, let me know, because then maybe we'll uh, sort something that uh, can hang out. Because I'm, I'm one of those crazy people that will stay up. I think it's a Tuesday morning. Then I'm going to think. Tuesday morning? Oh, that sucks for me. Yeah. I, I'm definitely... Yeah, I'm definitely going to stay up. I did it last year and it was, it was ridiculous, but I'm definitely going to try to do that again. So uh, anyone out there, let us know. But I would love to see you at Survivor Series at Gabby's on the 25th in November because it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun with War Games, as Jake in the chat says. Sad Regal didn't announce it. Yeah, I wonder if we get Regal back doing it for the proper, mm. the proper way. We're going to have a, a Raw or SmackDown in a few weeks where all the teams are fighting. William Regal will just come out and say it and then we'll kick off our war games season 
But yes, thank you everyone for listening to us and everyone in the YouTube chat today. Uh, we will be back next Sunday, 2 p.m. to chat all about the world of wrestling, some dynamite and collision. But this Tuesday night, I will not be going live because uh, I'm going to go live on Wednesday at 1 p.m. with John Sino for a new Up Next. So come hang out 1 p.m. on the Wednesday. Put your frogs up in the chat. Search Poison Rana in your podcast app. I'm sure you did that already. You found us. Hit that subscribe if you haven't already. And check out our Patreon. It's only $5 a month to access all the other podcasts that we do. And we do so many in there. The other day at work, we, uh, I had Lost Boys on, the movie Lost Boys. And I took a, a picture of it. And a listener messaged in saying, oh, you're watching Lost Boys. You guys got to review that. And I said, we did, like we two have. years ago. And yeah. then he, 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 he went and then he's like, oh, shit, I never listened to this one. So then he clicked Amazing. play. And then like later, he's like, oh, my God, great review. So... Yes, we have so many reviews of different wrestling events and movies in our Patreon catalog there. So go check it out and scroll through. And if you're a Spotify user, it makes it even easier to kind of access all these shows and read about what we do over there. So poisonrana.ca for everything that we do and uh, lots and lots of stuff that we do. But we appreciate you spending time with us. Is that it, Davey? That is all. That is it. That is all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, let's pray that Ric Flair does not take any more bumps. Unless, unless he's on NWA, that might be a different, yeah, true. <laughs> different kind of bumps. And never has this been more appropriate, but ahoy! Poison Rana.